Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Philip Anderson, president of HDR Remodeling in Berkeley, California. We'll be talking about emergency plans, you know, the hit by the bus scenario, why they're essential for every business owner, and how to get started. All that and a lot more on today's episode of Power Tips Unscripted. 60% of the time, it works every time. What are you people? On dope? Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, your host of Power Tips Unscripted, and I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari, Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer here at RA. And we're going to be talking about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. Did you Did you know what movie that was from? No, I didn't. That's Anchorman. Anchorman? God, when was that? <laughs> I think it's a guy movie, to and, be honest. And, and also like 20 years old, something like that. Long time. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So any, anyway, I'm really excited today to be here with one of, with our guest, Philip Anderson. Philip has been a longtime Roundtables member. I have been working with him and being in, participating in meetings and just enjoying his company for many years. And I'm really excited to see that he's about to approach the next stage in his life, and that is uh, succeeding uh, mem- uh, ownership to some of his employees. But what I really am excited about talking about today is emergency succession plans. And, you know, like Mark said, what happens if you get hit by a bus? Welcome, Philip. Well, thank you very much. We're really glad to have you here. And, you know, you uh, started working on this plan, on your emergency plan, a while ago. And I really wanted to share it with people because I think there's so many business owners who don't have something like this. And as a matter of fact, my staff has been bugging me to get my act together in this regard as well. So what made you even begin thinking about an emergency plan in case you got hit by a bus or became disabled or whatever? um, It started at Remodelers Advantage, and we were doing organizational charts, and I had mentioned that on all the key positions, we had somebody in the org chart trained to step up to that next position in case there was an emergency. Okay, that's good. Cross-training, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's what we got. And Ken Kirst thought it was great, and we we had a dialogue about it. And then I came back home and did it for myself. That said, okay, what would happen? Okay. And that so and so would take over. We wrote it up. It it's on the web. Uh, they're great forms. And six months later, I had a stroke. And oh my God, that's a, right. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah. At a remodeler's advantage event. Yes, you have had yeah. some bad luck at some of our events, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well, we won't go there. Yeah. Um, and so it worked perfectly. Well, so, so there was a continu- Go ahead. Well, what, what you were at that time in many boxes on the org chart? Certainly more than I am now, yes. So was there something, one role in particular or two roles in particular that were specifically scary to think about if you were not there to cover those slots? It was, it was sales. Um, production was handled, and the head of production moved up to take over the company in my absence. Um, but what my concern was, we weren't, we didn't have the depth we have now. 
so that uh, the continuation of the business relied on sales to fill the pipeline. And okay. it that was my concern, and it wasn't worth my worrying about it because it all happened very smoothly. So it happened, sm- it happened smoothly because you had taken the time to make this plan up ahead of time? That and I had shared it with the team mm-hmm. that Chris Fellows would be acting manager, general manager of the company. And so that, that key part was taken care of. And other people just said, okay, I'm going to cover this. I'll cover this. Okay. So when you began to get into the details, you knew, it sounds like you had a really good idea of who would be stepping into your shoes in each of the various boxes on the org chart that you currently held. Right. So was there any disagreement or was there any fear or trepidation on the part of the employees as to whether or not they had the skills to carry it off? The concern was the length of time. How long would this go on? And in the agreement, there was um, that this was temporary, that it was less than 90 days, 89 days. And in the the document, it talked about um, more long-term with limited ability to come back and then total not coming back. And there were steps in each of those that the company would hire someone to run the company in the in the either part time in the second scenario or full time in the third scenario. Philip, so you had an official um, emergency plan. A lot of companies an have emergency succession plan, right? And a lot and of it was published. Okay, so uh, and a lot of companies have a succession plan or. or a, a, substantial amount have some type of a succession plan. So what's the difference? Why can't you just have a succession plan and then if there's an emergency, use it? The succession plan that I've seen is that my son, my daughter, my brother will take over the company. Okay. But but maybe they're not ready for it. And I think they have to look at it from a point of view of who is able to take over today because that bus is coming and it, if you get hit, it right. could be, you know, today, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it isn't long term. My son, my daughter, grandson, whoever, um, will take over the company. But I need to train them for the next three years. Mm-hmm. It's the emergency succession plan is something that happens now. So, so you've got to have somebody. The best qualified person is designated. So to follow up on that then, so does um, does the emergency plan address the long-term succession if, you know, God forbid, you actually died, not just something? Yeah, you... it's either total disability or death. Right. Um, talks about all you have to do, theoretically, if you have a succession, emergency, emergency succession plan, you will never use it. If you don't have it, you need it. <laughs> yeah. Right? That, that, that's the rule of thumb. Right. Well, I'm the fly in the ointment that I wrote it up and then I, <laughs> and I had to use it. Yeah. We yeah. don't like that scenario. But <laughs> You're always looking to get your money's worth, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Really. So there is, um, so you have to at least sit down, you know, it's, it's uh, couples have to talk about their uh, notification of uh, medical, you know, mm-hmm. their last will and testament, their advice to physician, all of that stuff. 
most people have done that, but they haven't done it for their company. Right. So it's that difficult decision uh, uh, that people have to take with medical care. And I think that same attention should be paid towards succession plan with your company. So it's not necessarily that the people who will run the company in case of an emergency will indeed be the uh, heir apparent. It's Bingo. That's an exact, that's the clarity of that point. Okay. So it's very yeah. probable they be, that they are, but it's not necessarily the case. Right. Because they may not be ready. Right. That there's someone who typically it's the head of production or the head of, of design or um, that could move up, and then they could help train the heir apparent. Right, right. If necessary, yeah. So you did anything, was there any anything except cool beans, we got your back from your employees when you shared your plan? Uh, none whatsoever. They thought it was the stupidest thing. They thought, <laughs> they thought it was a waste of time, that they would never, would never have to do it. Wow. But, you well, know. So you showed them. <laughs> yeah, I showed them. <laughs> there you go. Challenge accepted. <laughs> you know, the interesting thing is that, okay, over the years since I've been doing this in 1990, right, there's been a lot of people mm-hmm. that have had this issue, right? We've had people that have had strokes. We've had people that yep. have had, uh, you know, brain cancer. I mean, all sorts of things have happened. Now, they haven't... Most of them have not passed away. Matter of fact, I don't right. know of any that have. But several of them had have had to have been away for extended periods of time. Um, exactly. Or step away altogether. Yep. So it, it really is a, an insurance policy that you couldn't be without. So right. right. how did you and go? I think, you know, a skiing accident or a boating accident mm-hmm. where you're just not able to be at work for your recovery period of, you know, three months, two months. Yeah. I mean, you can do a lot of damage to your company. So what this plan allows is kind of a roadmap. And this is okay. Uh, you know, the woman who is running sales becomes the acting general manager. If you don't want to give up the presidency and that person steps in day one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Philip, can you go into a couple just, some bullet points, things that you you were sure to include. What kind of things should remodelers that are listening to this uh, episode right now, what should they be looking at doing to start the process, and what kind of things should they um, take into account as they put this plan together? Um, okay, the first thing is do not limit it only to yourself. Hmm. It should be for each key position within, within the organizational chart. Oh, that's a good that if you're that the woman we talked about who was heading up the sales department, if mm-hmm. she was disabled for any reason, who is going to take her slot? And then you know it's each one of the key positions, and you have three or four key positions in the company, that there should be a succession order, short term, and possibly long term. I mean, if it's long term, you're mm-hmm. probably going to hire somebody. Mm-hmm. But at the short term, it should be who steps up. So that's number one. And number two is then break it out for short-term, intermediate, and long. Okay. Now, Philip, when you're thinking about the owner and you've heard about succession plans and so on, there's oftentimes a life insurance policy that's purchased by the company on the owner's life to provide money 
to keep the company going until they can get their act together and start to rev up things again. Is that a piece of it? Did that come into play at all in your planning? It didn't because I didn't take out a policy for continuance of the company. Do you think that it might be important, or did you think about taking out that sort of a policy on any of the key managers? Were they to get hit by a bus? We have talked about it uh, in the management committee, and they said they'd rather not spend the money. Okay. And that they decided that they would rather look at the org chart, pick who would be stepping up, and that we should always have somebody in the sales department, in the build department, or in design, mm -hmm. or admin, uh, who could step up. Now, our admin department, office manager Sue Wiseman, is not the only person. So if she was disabled or uh, unable to work, we would work with uh, Judith Miller to find someone or someone locally to come in and, and help out and find us someone. Okay, okay. And Judith Miller, of course, is one of our wonderful facilitators and consultants here at uh, Remodelers Advantage. And a master QuickBooks Absolutely. person. Absolutely. That's one and same. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what, how did you do it? What sort of experts did you have to call upon to help you with this? I went online, and there's a plethora, a lot of good forms, and, um, I, I, forms available on the Internet for small business, small service business, emergency succession plans. Okay, great. That's cool. You know, we should look into yes. actually getting some of that stuff and putting it in our university library for mm -hmm. the members. That's Yeah, that'd be a good yeah. thing. Now you, in particular, Philip, I know that another one of the companies in your roundtables group also has a emergency succession plan put into place, which you, you know, we were all talking about. Does theirs right. differ much from yours? You know, I don't know. Um, um, with <laughs> not that we're competitive in Krypton, but <laughs> he probably did a better. Ken probably did a better job than I did. Mm. He's he's so thorough. So did you? You know, one of the beauties of being in a peer group, of course, is the sharing of resources and so on. So you guys talked about things and bounced ideas off of one another when you were developing yours. Probably, I don't specifically remember mm -hmm. it, but you know, there's. We share so much. Okay. He did well, but one thing's for sure: he didn't test it out like you. <laughs> right, exactly. He had the luxury of not having to field test it. So right. you know right. yours works, right? right? So therefore, you yeah. win. So you win. You're the you're the winner. And I'll be happy to uh, uh, forward you the document for the for the uh, resource file. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, great. Thank you very much. So okay, so if I'm a business owner again. Do you, what do you think would have happened if you had not had this in place when you had your health issue? I think there would have been more disruption to the company. I think there would have been greater um, fall off in sales. Um, yeah, there, there, there would have been weeks of, of people, you know, waffling, going back and forth. Should I do this? Should I do that? That... Um, we avoided. It seems to me, uh, you mentioned the, um, Victoria, you mentioned the, the insurance policy, and although I could see that always playing a role, it would seem to me that's, that's more critical if you don't have a plan. If you actually have a plan in place, mm -hmm. 
um, and you've got all the parts that are going to step in. If something were to happen, it's almost like you don't even need that insurance policy. Unless, of course, you have a, um, a practice in which your name is tied to the company. What do you think about that, right. Philip? Right, and if you had, if you were a really small shop, right, right, yeah. or or the other thing might, is, might. you know, if you had, if you were a company that had no money, if you hadn't been profitable for some time, and there's no cash to keep the skids going, you know, to keep the keep right. the wheels rolling, you might need that insurance policy to provide you with the cash just to get through. Even if you were going to hire, you'd have somebody there mm-hmm. for the short term, but potentially that person, like let's say here, right, we have Rose, who's our sort of computer whisperer. She knows so much of the tech inside and out. I don't know yep. who would step into her role that would, right. besides Mark, who could do it, but he's sort of busy at other things. That, I can do everything. <laughs> and he's <laughs> modest, too. But, but that's, that is something that you should think about. Yes, it who is. Who are the key players, mm-hmm. and do they have backups? And, but the backups are, are rarely in our small businesses going to be as good. Right? Right. So we need to hire well, somebody gonna, pretty quickly. Typically, it's going to be a short term. I am I broke my leg stepping out of the car or something. I'm out of work. I'm not going to be in the office for 30 days. One hopes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hopes. So that you have your SOPs in place that somebody with limited knowledge right. can follow the SOPs to know, you know, if it's bookkeeping, how to close the books. If it's sales, how to write the sales letter. Well, see, now that's an entirely yeah. different episode. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a key point here, right? We'll get you back on here for the SOP yeah. episode. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But ding, 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 right? I mean, that's exactly the. That's exactly right. Without that, you got right. you got a it. It's a lot more complicated to cover yourself in case of an emergency. All right. Well, right. you know, um, it's. It's that time of the show. Do you know what time it is, Philip? It's, ah, yeah, I do. yeah. It's time for it's the lightning round. I think you're going to publicly embarrass me. <laughs> no, no. It's going to be. You're going to be great. I know it. I mean, you're you're Philip the Great, right? <laughs> Let's do this. And now here's the Remodelers Advantage lightning round. It's a trap. All right, I'm putting 60 seconds on the clock. Are you ready to answer these questions, Philip? I am, and I'm going to answer it real slowly. <laughs> I can extend, I can slow down the clock. All right, here we go. What's your favorite business book and why? You know, um, The Seven Habits is, um, is, is my, my go-to book. If we hire a new employee, I pass it out. Um, I think it's just really reasonable. You can, you, every time you read it, you get something out of it. You know, talking slow isn't going to help you here. (laughs) (laughs) If you weren't the president of HDR Remodeling, what do you think you'd be doing? I would be a California certified trainer for earthquake preparedness. That's very cool. What are you not very good at? Oh, I can't balance a checkbook for the life of me. My (laughs) husband does it for me. Your room, your desk, or your car, which do you clean first? My truck is my temple, so that gets, you know, you uh, waxed once a week. If you were a pizza delivery man, how would you benefit from scissors? Scissors. Um, I would be able to make clown faces out of the box top of the pizza. And probably get more tips. 
how does the Absolutely. internet how, how does the internet work um, you know I've never understood that I think I think it's part it's part mystery it's part voodoo um, and it really doesn't exist we all, we all believe it exists but it doesn't good stuff thank you yeah, thank you that's good awesome job, all right well thank you Philip so much for being part of this before we go I want you okay I'm ready for your five words of wisdom let's have them my five words of wisdom is it will never be perfect that's and that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that an oxymoron? It is kind of, yes. I don't understand. Thank you, Philip. I appreciate it greatly, okay. and your generosity is awesome. Talk Thanks. to you soon. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks, Philip. Bye-bye. Wow. You know, he brought up some super good points for a small business owner to think about. You know, I mean, the... Um... The whole, the whole idea, and nobody wants to think about something bad happening, and it's, it's kind of goes back to all insurance in general, right? You don't yep. want to get life insurance, but I need it, and mm-hmm. um, the kind of that Aflac thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, not to have a plan in place at all is right. is catastrophic. And you know, a lot of things that he was talking about don't cost money. It's a communication thing. It's clarity. It's uh, and again, so much relies on having those SOPs in place. And you can see how important those are in a case like that. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you're lucky because you got me that I can do everything. <laughs> yeah. But, but most people out there don't have mm-hmm. me. <laughs> <laughs> pros and cons, people. Pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I think this was a great episode. Another one in the can. Yep, we're going to be greasing Mark's head so I can get out the door. Yeah, And uh, while I do that, we're going to see you next week. All right, bye, everybody. I'm Victoria Downing. And I'm Mark Harari, and this is Power Tips Unscripted. Bye, see you next time. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the remodeler's guide to business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.